Good morning and welcome to 15 Minutes with Him, a prayer call where we gather from 545 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I'm so glad that you joined me this morning. I hope that you're doing okay. I hope that you are continuing to trust God along this journey because our God is good. And so today we're going to get right into the prayer call. I want you to read in the book of Esther, chapter 3, verses 13, and then verse 15. I'm reading from the King James Version of these two verses. Again, that's Esther chapter 3, verse 13, and then verse 15. And it reads on this wise. And the letters were sent by post into all the king's provinces to destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish all Jews, both young and old, little children and women, in one day, even upon the 13th day of the 12th month, which is the month Adar, and to take the spoil of them for a prey. Verse 15, the post went out, being hastened by the king's commandment, and the decree was given in Shushan, the palace. And the king and Haman sat down to drink, but the city, Shushan, was perplexed. So far, the scripture. And so today I want to talk to each of you about two different words. One word is called an edict, and the other one is called a decree. An edict is a proclamation that has the force of law, and a decree, very similar, is a written command having the effect of the law. And so today I bring your attention to the book of Esther, where there were letters that were sent by post to destroy all Jews and to kill and to cause them to perish. And so there are um, there's a whole um, account when you get an opportunity to read as to why this was happening. There is a, a a man named Haman who wanted to destroy the the Jews, and he had an entire plot that was set up so that he was able to get what he wanted and to take out this group of people. And so, why am I sharing this con- this particular uh, story, or if you will, this account in scripture? Well, edicts or decrees are not new. They are written laws that were in biblical times that caused um, hysteria, caused people to be stressed, caused people that knew God to begin to seek him and to cry out to him and to fast. And so recently we've had laws that are being changed or overturned, and people just like this account where I read that when these posts went out in the book of Esther, it says that the king sat down with Haman, the one who set this all up. However, the city was perplexed. They were confused as to where did this come from? What is this? And so right now, people are discouraged. People are sad. People are dissatisfied. But I'm here to tell you about the good news. One thing for sure, ladies and gentlemen, is that laws will be written, and because of the law, there will be casualties. I know that all of us do not want to hear things that cause us to um, to shake, that cause us to um, question what's going on. But these are things that happen. It happened biblically, and it's happening now. But all is not lost. In every account in Scripture, such as what I just read concerning Esther, if many of you have remembered, you read in the book of Daniel, it says that there were um, they were in. They were, it was a sound. If you go back to Daniel chapter 3, verse 7, and the king said that whenever this sound, when the music was played, everyone had to worship the golden calf, King Nebuchadnezzar. He, he set this up. That was an edict that he made. In the book of Exodus, the king of Egypt told the midwives that whenever the Hebrew ch- um, 
children, the women, if you will, if they have children, if they have sons, kill them. If they have daughters, keep them alive. And we know all of the accounts. So when you get an opportunity, I want you to read these different accounts in the book of Matthew. They were ordered that all children that were in Bethlehem from two years old and under had to be killed. And so why am I telling you this? It's because even though edicts went out, even though laws went out, people were distressed. People were confused. They said, what is going on? The people who trusted God won the victory. In every account, they still got the victory. Again, there were casualties. There were children that were lost. There were people that were affected, but we had the victory. Did they get frightened when, and nervous about the news? Yes, but those that trusted God, God brought them out. Now, those that don't serve God, those who don't yield to God, they are looking at what they see, and they are sad, and they are anxious, and they are angry, but we, the people of God, we must continue to pray. That is the hope that we have, because see what we don't see because we trust in the one who knows it all. We are the ones who say that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so the protests and the politicians and discussions are all needed, but the people of God are to pray. And when we pray, he turns situations right in the midst of what looks wrong. He can make it right. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We give you praise, God. We bless you this morning. We bless your name. You are our Holy Father. You are the one who sits high and you look low. You look upon us. Your eyes are roaming all throughout the world and you see your children. You see us, God. You love us, God. You bless us, God. You keep us, God. And for that, we give you praise. This morning, God, we come to you and we, we know there's an urgency all the time when we pray. Whatever we're dealing with, God, we know that there's an urgency, but as we consider consistently talk to you as we consistently lift you up God and give you the praise God you hear us and you are answering and for that that's our confidence that we have in you God this morning we ask you to forgive us of every sin oh God every transgression and we don't want anything to hinder the prayer we don't want when we are talking to you God anything to stop it we don't want our prayers and our words to hit the ceiling but we want it to come straight to you God let it be a sweet smelling savior to your nostril God and so as we bless you this morning and we worship you and we give you all the glory, God, we know, God, that you hear us. You hear us and you love us and you bless us. Well, this morning we come to you, God, because the world is in an uproar. The America is in an uproar. Everybody is upside down because of what has been happening from gun laws to, to women's choices. All of what has happened has caused us to question and to get stressed and to say, what is the deal? But God, you're still God. You're still there. You are still here. You know what's going on. You told us to put our hope in you because God, with your unfailing love and in you, there is full redemption. You know everything. That is the thing that we must get in our spirit, that we must know as your children, that you know everything, you hear everything, you see everything. So nothing is happening that's taking you by surprise. Your word says what has been will be again, and what has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. Lord, edicts are not new. Decrees are not new. Things that trouble your people are not new. But God, you said right in the midst of the sorrow, right in the midst of the pain, right in the midst of what looks like there is no help. 
You are our help. You are our hope, God, and for that we give you the glory. God, you told us to still trust you. Well, while we're trusting you, you said faith without works is dead. So we cannot just sit back. We cannot just say, God, you're going to take care of it. But, Lord, when we move in faith, when we do in faith, but when we always go in your name, then, God, we know that you have everything in divine order. Lord, we ask today that you would get in the midst of this world. Get in the midst of what's happening behind closed doors. Get in the midst of what's happening in the government. Get in the midst, Lord, of people's hearts. Only you, God, can shake and rattle the hearts of people, God. We know that you are the God of hope. You are filling us all as we trust you with joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of you, Holy Spirit. It is only you that can change people, turn things around, shake things up, get in the midst, open doors, close doors. You are the one who does it. So I pray today for those who are living and trusting in you, God, that they will be empowered to know who they are in you. We are the king's kids. We can pray and things can change. We can pray and you can turn a situation around. And so, Father, no matter what we all have been through, even biblically when we read what has happened to your people, God, we know that the word still remains the same. But thanks be to you, God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You didn't just give victory then. You give it now. You told us to stand firm and we will win life. Stand firm in you, God, in you. So every decision that we make, everything that we see that we don't like, everything that we see that we do like, you told us to pray without ceasing. You didn't say pray when everything seemed to be in our favor. You didn't say pray when we had all the money in the bank. You didn't say pray when we were feeling at our greatest. You said pray without ceasing. So when we see things that disturb us, thank you for the gift of talk. Thank you for the gift to to discuss, but God, you want us to talk to you. You want us to pray to you. You want us to speak to you. And when we can't speak, you know that we can cry out to you. You know that we can moan and groan, and you would understand the utterings, God, that we can't even make it up in words, but you would understand it. And so, God, we ask that you help your people, everybody who's weary, those that are weary, that's just they just gave up. They say, forget it. This is just, where, where do we live? God, we're in the palm of your hand. We're the apple of your eye. So help us to turn, God, in the name of Jesus. Turn, 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 and begin to pray even the more, God. And right when it looks like it's over, you always show up. You don't show up when we think you're going to show up, but you show up because you're God and you have everything in your hand. There's nothing that is taking you by surprise. So God, guide us in your truth and teach us God for you are our God and our Savior and our hope is in you not just sometimes but all the day long we we need you father we need you father as it relates to everything that concerns us in a global capacity but also God in our own personal lives we need God, we need you to be who we know you are. You're Jaira. Jaira, be who you are. Provide for your people, God, the things that they need, the things that even they desire. Because you said if we delight ourselves in you, that you would give us the desires of our heart. God, you also let us know that our steps are ordered by you, and you delight in our way, God. So if our steps are ordered, you know what's happening right now in, in each of us individually, what's happening in our homes and in our health and our finances with our children, our spouse. 
God, you know, you know what's happening with the tuition. You know what's happening with the rent, the mortgage. You know what's happening with even the stocks. You know what's happening with the 401k. You know what's happening in the law, in the, in the issue with the, the lawyer. You know, you know. So be Jaira, be our provider in the name of the Lord Jesus and help us, God. Help us to stand on your word. That is the whole point why we can pray to you, Father. We can talk to you. God, even when we're angry, even when we're upset, even when we're not sure, even when we're confused, even when we're anxious, Lord, we can talk to you. And not only can we talk to you, but we have the confidence that you hear us. You hear us. Lord, do not like man that we talk to, to each other and talk to our friends and talk to our family. And they're not even listening. They're on their phones. They're looking away. They're so consumed with their own life trouble, so they don't even focus. They cannot answer. You are the answer. You're the answer. You're the answer. You're the answer for the world today. So, God, we thank you for this. We thank you for this reminder of this in Scripture, all the different things that have happened. And, of course, the children of Israel, the people of God, those who said we serve you with gladness, God, where are you? You're right there. You are Shama. You are right there. So be there for us in the name of Jesus. And so because we're, you're not just Jaira and you're not just Shama and you're not just Nisi because you fight our battles, but you're also Rafa. You are the one who can deal and help and heal the sick and the infirm. So today we speak healing and command our bodies to line up for healing. You said above all, brethren, I pray that you would prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So everyone under the sound of my voice who is infirmed, who is sick, who is not feeling well, it needs to be from the smallest thing to the biggest thing that the doctors say, this is what it is. God, you have the last say so. And so we believe you. We believe you, Rafa. Rafa, show up on our behalf. Show up in the lives of those that we love. Show up in the people that we don't know. Run through the hospitals and the nursing homes. God, show up. Hallelujah. Because you are a God who can heal those who are sick, those who are broken. God, we lift up the zenith this morning. We know what the diagnosis says. That's the fact. But we know the truth. And you are the truth. We know what they've said. But God, I'm not saying Healing is her portion. Hallelujah. Healing is the children's bread. So we pray for her mother today. Medallia, come forth and stand in the liberty where Christ has made you free. Stand so that your daughter will be healed. Stand believing that God can do all things but fail. And so we thank you for it today. We pray for our children and our youth. We pray that you cover them near and far from the youngest to the oldest to the neighbors to our own blood. Cover them, God, and keep them even as in New York City. It is the last day of public school. God, we pray that you hedge around the children in the name of the Lord Jesus, around the teachers, around all of the staff. We pray for the administrators. We pray for the children who are in charter schools and other schools, colleges, all of them that are finished and they got this summer before them. We already speak, God, the blood over them in the name of the Lord Jesus, the blood over them. We pray for productions and productivity. We pray for peacefulness. We pray, God, for you to cover because you are our God and you will keep us in perfect peace as we keep our mind stayed on thee. And so if our mind is stayed on thee, then God, even in the midst of storms and things that we see all around us, we're going to trust in your blood because your blood still works. We pray today for leaders and politicians. We pray for their hearts 
to be turned to righteousness, God. Only you can turn the heart around. You said you turn it whatsoever way you want to and whichever way you will. And so the laws of the land have your way. The laws of the land, shake it up, God. It's all for your glory. So God, do it now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we thank you for this prayer today. We thank you that we have the authority to pray, to call those things that be not as though they were, that you told us death and life were in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat of its fruit. So God, help us say, speak and to see the fruit, the fruit of righteousness, the fruit of holiness, the fruit of our faith in you. God, cover us, keep us, lead us, prepare us, teach us, because it's all for your glory. We thank you for this prayer today. We thank you for you, God, to manifest your glory in every situation. And we stand in the authority that you have given us that, God, we are victorious. We are more than conquerors. And, God, because of it, we win. We thank you. We bless you. And we glorify you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen again. So be encouraged. Yes, it hurts. Yes, we don't know what's happening at times, but we know the one that does. He knows all things. He knows every tittle. He knows every back conversation. And he's the God that knows the number of hairs on your head. So if he's worried about the strands on your head, then he's worried and concerned, not worried. He's concerned about you. He's concerned about us. He's concerned about his people because he gave his son, his son for the entire world, not just for the people you like, not just for the people that's a part of your race, not just for your gender. He gave his son for the entire world and that through him they might be saved. You know I love you, but God truly loves you more. Have a blessed day and join me again for 15 Minutes with Him. Take care. Thank you for listening to 15 Minutes with Him. If you like what you just heard, be sure to give us a five-star rating review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and share it with everyone you know. Please email all suggestions, ideas, and compliments to request at ValerieLee.org. 15 Minutes with Him is brought to you by The Urban Bite, an executive produced by Charles E. Williams Jr. and co-produced by Sister Valerie E. Lee.